1: And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us.
0: History Makers.
1: Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking to Peter Gladwin, who is based in the UK in uh, Out of the Ashes Ministries. We're going to find out a bit more of Peter's testimony today. But let's uh, find out uh, where you were born and raised, mate. Uh, Welcome to the program. Tell us about your upbringing.
0: Yeah, um, nice to to speak to you, Matt. Um, I was... um I was born in Halifax, uh, West Yorkshire, here in the United Kingdom. Um, I um, I've got five brothers and three sisters, um, and um, yeah, it was it was quite a quite a, um, a difficult um, upbringing, if I'm honest. Um, you know, all them children. My dad um, he struggled with finances. He was a he was a bit a, a gambler and a drinker and obviously um as a family we 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 struggled so so life for me was really tough uh in the beginning um especially as i was also i was involved in a house fire when i was one year old um yeah i was badly burned my my sister ran out and to get mom who was next door Uh, having a cup of tea with a neighbour. But um, unfortunately, the blaze had a massive impact on me. I've got partially amputated feet as a result of the fire. Third degree burns down my body. I lost my left fingers on my left hand. So, Matt, it was uh, quite a start, you know. You can imagine as as a young child, not just growing up in... Pretty rough poverty, really, but with a severe severe disabilities.
1: Wow, it sounds like you had a, a pretty rough start to life, and I understand at one stage you were in trouble with the police, uh, in and out of care homes, uh, spending time on the streets. What was that like?
0: Yeah, that was pretty rough as well, because obviously as I grew up, um, I began to, you know, obviously the, the pain of the past, um basically sent me off track i was psychologically damaged with a fire and obviously um it had a massive impact on me i started to go off off track because the area that i was uh, brought up in it was full of crime violence alcoholism drugs immorality and i i, I quickly fell into it and um before long i was arrested by the police and um, sent away to a Young Offenders Institute. You know, life was really, really tough. Um, You know, they want the counselling that's available today. Um, But it was deeper than that for me. I had deep, deep deep-seated issues that that needed more than a nice pep talk. But yeah, it, it it was cruel. It was cruel. It was tough, um, and there was no there was no real solution for me because of being surrounded in that sort of darkness—that's all you see, darkness. It left me with a sense of hopelessness, and you know, to be honest, it um, the future looked dim. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but and then at fifteen year old, I was stabbed by a gang of youths. Um, The guy went to stab me in my chest, but he missed because I moved to to try and protect myself. And um, anyway, he caught me. The knife went deep into my right arm and immediately severed my right arm tendons, um, which left me not able to use my right arm for two and a half years. So you can imagine I've been terribly burnt as a child, and now I've lost the use of my right arm. Mm. You know, I was I was sort of in hospital asking the quest back in hospital asking the question, you know, what probably a lot of viewers ask at times, why me? Mm. You know, why am I going through all this mess and 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 adversity? What's happening in life? Am I cursed? Um but yeah, again, because of my immaturity and lack of character and understanding, I couldn't really answer that and and yeah, so and then it carried on. It didn't get any better because at the age of twenty-four, I was a hit and run victim. I was hit by a car mm. because in order to deal with the pain of the past, I took to drink, alcoholism, and um, and to drugs. And I was I was just totally wrecked, Matt. And um, yeah, I was standing in the town centre in a town, and a car came along and hit me, knocked me about sixteen foot up in the air, told all. I was left for dead in the middle of the road. And um, with a a smashed skull, bus bones, bus legs, body, back in hospital, you know, unbelievable. It sounds like um, you really
1: did hit rock bottom and, you know, after years of gambling, drinking drugs, you were uh, really hit rock bottom. And then your sister Annette, who is four years your senior, was called after you uh, contemplated suicide at one stage and insisted you go along to a local church. Tell us what happened then.
0: Well, actually, she, um, she my mom, I, I was in my mom's front room on the fifth floor of a uh, high-rise apartments, blocks of flats, they call them, in England. And um, I was breaking down, in, in, you know, emotionally having a, a meltdown in my mom's front room. My mom rang my sister, who unbeknown to me, had become a committed Christian. She started to share this message with me that, that God had a plan for my life, and that God wanted to give me life. And, and 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 what it had cost me is my sin. She started telling me about sin. Well, I didn't have to argue about that because I knew I was a sinner. And so on the telephone in the front room of my mom's apartment, I gave my life to Jesus. Mm. And um, then she came down, my sister, and she took me to church. And I remember going forward for to be prayed for by the pastor after the service. It was an incredible um ex um, encounter. And I remember hearing my first song playing in the background as I as I walk forward. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. I once was I once was lost, I once was blind, but now I'm found. You know, I mean incredible encounter with to know that jesus is alive to know that you know because i was i was thought god was you know jesus had died nobody told me that he'd, he'd, he'd risen from the dead and you know maybe it wasn't my time to come alive in christ but you know because god's time is perfect but i you know i met god that night and he came into my life i got filled with the holy spirit And, you know, I've been involved in two fires, Matt. The first one tried to destroy me, but the second one set me alight for Jesus. (laughs) And as today, I'm a totally, you know, I mean, I'm not perfect just like anyone. I won't be perfect until the Lord comes back. But, you know, I've I've experienced massive
1: transformation. Wow, what a powerful testimony of uh, really hitting rock bottom and then having an encounter with Christ. There was a profound transformation in your life. Uh, and uh, you then went on to Bible college and met a lovely Swiss girl named Sarah, who's now your wife. Tell us how, tell us how you met your wife. Wow! Well,
0: I mean, it, um, you know, that was incredible. I mean, like you said, I, you know, I got drug-free, alcohol-free, gambling-free. God cleaned me up, sent me to Bible college, um, which is another miracle. Cause I didn't do very well at school, to be honest with you. Um, and, yeah, I met my wife, my beautiful wife, Sarah, Sarah from Switzerland, um, incredible woman of God. Um, we got married two years after we met. We've got three beautiful children. Um, and, yeah, God, uh, just another example of God putting my, putting my life together, uh, not as I see it, but as he sees it. And uh, through, through total surrender, to, you know, it was tough for me. I'll be honest with you; it was tough at Bible College. Um, but you know, God had gave me the strength. You know, I remember cra- I remember having to and um, my first essay in um, at Bible College. And I remember and instead of press, uh, uh, pressing the print button, I pressed the delete button and lost a lot. And the thing is, you know, I cried out to God and said, Lord, I told you I shouldn't be in here, you know, and um, I shouldn't have come here. I can't do it. And the Lord said, no, you can't do it. Mm. But I can do it through you. I can give you the strength. Yeah. And so, yeah, I um, got through Bible college, met my wife, got married, and uh, wow, what a journey that we've been on. I can tell you, mate, it's been awesome.
1: And I understand you spent several years working in drug rehabilitation. Now, here in Australia, I'm sure in the UK there's a massive drug crisis. Uh, tell us some of the keys you learnt in your time in drug rehab.
0: Well, I—it's um, funny, isn't it? Because God, you know, God can use um, our paths and, and to help people and and to um, to give people hope. So I went to work in a drug and alcohol rehabilitation centre. And, um, you know, I, I mean, the thing is, that you're right, drugs is a massive, massive problem. And, uh, you know, they're getting more powerful these days, these drugs. They're so easily attainable. Um, you know, cocaine, for instance, was was, a, was once upon a time a rich man's drug. But today it's so easy to get hold of and it's so cheap. And so people are, you know, it's a massive problem over here. But we've got we've got massive issues um, with with young people as well. So so yeah, just to you know, they entered into a program, a um, twelve steps program, um, based on a relationship with God, and it was all about it's all about submission, it's all about surrender, it's all about taking responsibility. Um, you know not not um you know not blaming others we're, we're so good at projecting you um other people blaming other people, other things, other situations like, you know, I used to, I used to feel sorry for myself because of all my issues, you know, but my, 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 when I was burnt, when I was stabbed, when I was hit and run victim, my dad committed suicide, Matt, you know, so I had all these issues and I could blame, I could justify why I was doing drugs and, you know, but it was only when I owned those issues and um, surrendered them to God that I found freedom and healing. And that's what we were encouraging in the rehabs, to own issues, own your issue, and and then surrender it to God and receive total healing. Jesus came that, that um, you know, my, by his stripes we are healed. You know, God wants to set us free, and, he, and his power can do that. You know, I'm drug-free today, I'm alcohol-free today, I don't even smoke cigarettes. Do you know what I mean? This is massive... Massive for me I mean I've slept on benches I've woke up in parks um, Smashed out of my You know I'm totally free today And that is down That is down to the power of God You know Paul the Apostle said I'm not ashamed of the gospel Because it is a power The power to salvation for those who will believe And you know God's not just a, 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 a Of words God is a God of power and um, and so we would present the gospel, the real gospel, the living gospel, the powerful gospel of Jesus Christ that set captives free.
1: Mate, it's a powerful testimony of what God's been doing in your life, and I know that there's a book that's been released, Out of the Ashes, about your life story, and it's been turned into a stage play musical, a musical dramatisation uh, of your best-selling book. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, are you going to... Play a part in the uh, the musical? Do you think?
0: No, no, Matt, that's, um <laughs> I'm not a singer, mate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they um, they've made a stage. I mean, how incredible is that? <laughs> they've made a stage play musical out of um, out of my testimony, out of my life, and it's like, you know, it glorifies God, and and um, it obviously it sees these, these real um, difficult issues of. Mm. That we face in life, but through music, through creative music, and and that's going to tour the United Kingdom, well, yeah. theatres in theatres. We're going into theatres um, throughout the country, and we're really, really looking forward to it. And you know, this is it. God can, God, God, God can turn. Well, it can turn. It can bring us out of the ashes, Matt. It yeah. brought me out of the ashes. Uh, that book has been translated into many languages, and. You know, it serves as a as a, an as an encouragement um, to other people. I've had letters from all over the world um, encouraging me and thanking me for writing that book and being honest and brutal you know because a christian even when you become a christian it don't mean to say that your your life is is going to be rosy dozy you still get struggles you struggle with the flesh at times but you know you know that god is with you you know the power and the grace of god is upon your life and he's leading you and he's he's, he's given me more opportunities you know to share the gospel I've worked in prisons are going to prisons in this country men's prisons women's prisons boys prisons we go into schools rehabs um, whatever you know whatever God calls us in the UK we go all over the world I've just come back from Cambodia visit, uh, speaking in um, YWAM churches and and prisons in Cambodia India um, Australia I was out in your beautiful country a couple
1: of years ago up in uh, Cairns yeah beautiful Um, I've I've been up there a few times it's a beautiful spot Uh, well it's been so good to be able to hear your story and if people want to find out more the website is outofashes.co.uk that's outofashes.co.uk you can find out more about Peter's book and the stage play musical uh, in the in the uk Uh, it is wonderful to be able to hear your story today mate i reckon you're a history maker thanks for joining us god bless you mate thanks for joining us on history makers if you'd like to listen to this interview again just go to historymakers.tv there you'll find links to facebook twitter and instagram you can subscribe to our itunes podcast or check out our youtube clips history makers is a faith-based ministry and we appreciate all of your support the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus all over the world. If you've got a suggestion of someone we can interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers, history Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world